I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, Brooke. (laughs) I don't know what the quality is. I feel like I'm screaming. This is fascinating um, okay. because you, you, I just like lost your voice a little bit, but I doubt I did in the recording, you know? Interesting. That, this is all things I'm like very interested in, mm-hmm. in looking. We're, so I am hey. ham, <laughs> hamstring ourselves. We're, we're making our own guinea pigs. Hi, Brooke. Hi, <laughs> Do you want to try? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, um, welcome to Splat, Splat, <laughs> the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about Sex, sex and the City. And city. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should know that every time that Bridget, oh, sorry, 10 years younger. <laughs> and 20 years later, I was like, do we just skip that part now? <laughs> You guys should know that um, every time Bridget like wants you guys to hear something, she comes closer to the computer I on Skype. In. It's silly, but it's in a good instinct, I think. Okay, so we're on episode 10. We are. Guys, no, hang on. That's not even the important part here. I know this is a Sex in the City podcast, but the real thing to talk oh, about no. is that you've been in L.A. for a week. I've been in L.A. for a week. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to like. That's okay. We're doing tech things. We're doing catch up things. We're doing podcast things. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go look at Brooke's latest a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm ready to go. What was your question? My question was just talk to me about LA highlights, please. Can you give me some highlights of the last week? That's what I would like. Yeah, I, um, I have been mostly just chilling at home nesting and I've been I've been logging like 10 to 11 hours of sleep a night which is that's incredible well think about how little sleep you've gotten for the last like three and a half years of your life five years (laughs) literally (laughs) yeah so I'm just like okay because I don't start so I, I I don't hopefully I'll start next week but I'm just like pretty much on like a two week vacation mm-hmm. which is also so, deserved you I'm shouldn't feel guilty I, have a I feel a little guilty about it I just like purposeless so it doesn't like feel real here right. but right it's been good I'm 
I'm enjoying having a cat. Um, I still have a roommate named Alex, so things are going well. Fred is the most beautiful cat alive, and Alex is Lebo, so that helps, right? Alex is Lebo, so that helps. He loves to watch reality TV as much as I do, so it's nice to like have someone that still does that. Another highlight, which is really quick, is that um, the crossword puzzle comes out at 7 here, so I have like more time in my day to do the crossword than uh, the next day's crossword which like I've been finishing them like before the night is up which is sort of like then I'm like what am I supposed to do but (laughs) during the day but I don't have the like train time to do the crossword so it's sort of like and once I'm like moving and up and about yeah it's been good I'm I like can't believe I'm here I drove to the beach that was nice Brooke sent me a lovely photo that made me so very jealous. You're in such a different place now than you were a week ago here. (laughs) I know. So different. I know. It's insane. And I'm taking such, I'm like, I haven't drank since Saturday. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm flossing. I'm taking care. I'm like going to bed at a reasonable time. And not the dance moves, kiddos. (laughs) The dance moves. <laughs> Bridgie, how are you? This way harder. Um, it's been good. I, I mean, yeah, you know, it's um, work is very crazy this week, which mm-hmm. doesn't mean bad necessarily, um, but it, it has been very intense. But it, the fun part of that is that, like, I've been I've been able to like be instrumental in some things, and that feels good. Um. Life is kooky. <laughs> I miss you. I miss you. Um, a lot of people. I told Brooke this the day she moved, but like that day and since, so like everyone in my life has asked me, including my because I my coworkers knew my best friend was moving. <laughs> um, but like everyone has asked me. Everyone has expressed how like brave they think it is and how cool and exciting and like people keep being like do you miss her and my response (laughs) which I think is true is like yes I do but also I think I'm gonna it's gonna hit me in like uh like two more weeks you know when I like really wish you were here for something well yeah because well also like we don't we see each other like maybe twice a week week. twice a week max if we're like hanging outside yeah no it's true I mean, I've told a lot of people this, that, like, I probably will talk to them. I've talked to, like, people whose, like, phone calls I've, like, avoided when I've been in New York. I'm like, oh, I should probably, like, answer this phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in a different place. New mindset, new everything, you know? Um, but I'm good. Yeah. I think jiu-jitsu is, like, the best thing I've ever done for myself. <laughs> I am so excited <laughs> about that for you. I... Like, not to get ahead of myself, I just, like, see the benefits of it already, and I feel, like, the strength of the the community and the people, and I, like, I know I've made a good impression, which is important to me. I love praise, and I get it, which is important to me. I feel, like, strong and powerful, which is important to me, so life is... Life is a bitch, you know, but like also there are really good, cool people and things out there. That's all, you know. Oh. That's all. 
I'm so excited for you to have jujitsu. I feel like jujitsu for you is going to be like, you're going to be a jujitsu teacher in a year. I'm calling it. <laughs> I did think I'm about it in class it. the other day, but there's no way. <laughs> I quit my job, but I do think this is going to be important to me and something I do for a long time, as long as I can like make it work. Um, make it which work, is Kim says. Oh God, I miss him. I say his <laughs> personal friends. <laughs> she thought Bridget misses me. Bridget really misses I Tim really Gunn. I really miss Tim Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> forever. Um, yeah, no, it's it's great. And I also have had, like, the equivalent. I realized I didn't say this to you earlier when I was trying to figure all this tech stuff out. I've had the equivalent of a bottle of Prosecco tonight. So a work friend, my, like, good friend in the knee, which explains a lot. Really buried the lead there, huh? <laughs> I don't feel it as a thing. Like I know there's a bottle of Prosecco in me and it's coming out in sweet ways, but I'm not like, I'm not like drunk, you know, but my like sweet work friend and I, who's, um, I guess technically a couple levels above me and like my supervisor, but is the best ever. Um, she and I finally went out for like drinks outside of the office and like, we'll hang out on Fridays in the office and talk about, you know, work and life and shit. But it was the first time we got to like sit down and drink and we had two bottles of Prosecco, which I guess means <laughs> one of those was mine. So Ugh, I love that for you. Thank you. I loved it for me too. Uh, did you see um, Ariana posted a tweet the other day that said um, she loves a blood moon or I love a blood moon. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. I put it in our story. So of course you did. <laughs> uh, um. I will say that I like left when I leave my apartment, which I haven't today. Um, I feel calmer. Wow, uh, that's a very specific and speedy difference. Yeah, I'm like not as anxious, like generally. I was here. just gonna say, does that translate to less anxiety? Except for if I'm in a very specific part of Los Angeles I, where I think I might run into someone, then I am <laughs> oh, crippingly anxious, like very physically anxious, but. Also, in case any of you thought this wasn't going to be still a podcast about Portland, Brooke is entering the world of all Tinder boys are from Portland because all Portland transplants moved to LA and all LA transplants moved to Portland. So welcome. I know. That's like everyone's Australian and um, from Portland. And I'm like, well. Wow. That is a very specific Brooke combination. (laughs) Were those specific uh, Tinder settings or did they just fall into your lap that way? Can you (laughs) please place people who I've slept with I would only like to sleep with people from places I've slept with people from before yes that's the setting and it's all those letters in an acronym that setting doesn't that sentence also didn't make any sense no it made so much sense you okay no I don't I'm gonna try to sense making it (laughs) I'm gonna try to share our screens yes because we're gonna try and watch silently with captions the episode together now you're gonna be able to see she's amazing are you do you see my screen switching oh yes because i can see myself okay so i'm just gonna i'm gonna put this in front of you (laughs) yes um can i make you small Mm -hmm. should i make it me (laughs) yes look at yourself because that brings out the best in everyone when you're just staring at your own face i think well, do we have any other housekeeping we want to do or should we try to, shall we try to do this? 
I think we should just jump in and do it and let's talk more this, after, you know, see you on the other flag. side. See you in 27 Baby. minutes. This is an okay. episode, episode 10 called Boy Interrupted. It's an infused interesting with famous movie Girl, Girl interrupted. interrupted. Definitely a play on that, I would imagine. Okay. Not chattering. The plot or enough to say about it. There is chattering. This is a Stanford heavy episode just for Brooke. Ugh. I so love Brooke, Stanford. How do you feel about high school reunions? Talk to me because Carrie is on her way to one. Well, oh my God. Not, David, not a reunion, David but it's David Duchovny. I know. Sir um, X Files himself. Speaking of the X Files, um, I watched Sex Education. Have you watched it yet on Netflix? No, but I've heard it's incredible. It's unbelievable. It's so great. Um, I feel fine about high school reunions. I think, like, ideally, I would like to be, like, a level up in success actor-wise before Mm -hmm. I go to my high school reunion. But um, just so I can be, like, I'm doing something as opposed to, like, now. But also, like, I'm a yoga teacher, and that's cool. Well, I guess specifically, because she says high school reunion, but it's really just her and Jeremy, her high school boyfriend who used to make out in front of her lockers. Oh, my high school boyfriend got got married, married right? Like very recently. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. this episode is good because of David Duchovny. He pulls off a role that like in anyone else's hands potentially could have not been good. <laughs> well, he's not like so handsome that no. you like that you don't trust him, but he is no. handsome. He is handsome, but he's also, like, he's one of those people who pulls off both looking like a very handsome a- actor and being a real person, mm-hmm. which is a feat, I think. So this is the longest Carrie's been single. Yes. And also, I'm just going to say it now, Carrie's hair in this episode is brunette. Awful. It's brunette in the very, back. Very the bad, front. very bad front strand highlights of blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we all know. Um, and so basically she's met up with Jeremy, her high school boyfriend, and they have this very cute reunion in a bar. And he asks, you know, if she's seeing someone. He had a recent breakup and – or divorce? Divorce. Unclear. He's no longer I, with a woman. Yes. He's no longer with a woman. And Carrie is very smitten, honestly, very quickly. Speaking of smitten. Yeah. Miranda, Blair Underwood is back. And he's like, oh, I didn't expect you to be in in on a Saturday night. Miranda's everywhere are like, ha, ha, ha. But I'm a mother. Miranda, like, I'm a yes. mother. So he comes to knock down on her door, and she's home, and he knocks down. this surprise. He's trying to he, knock down he, her door. He knocks down as her door. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> he says to her um, that he has these tickets to, uh, was the company, the Nets, the team? The Knicks. The Knicks. The, the Knicks, duh. Not the Brooklyn Nets. That's not, potentially not real. Not the we don't Nets, even the know. The New York Knicks. Knicks. I'm so sad. And he gives her tickets. Carrie, hey, I don't know. Tickets, just real fast. He gives her tickets to a game. But weirdly, he gives her two tickets. So it's not like, he's not like, be there with me because he's going to be working. Right. And so Carrie is with David Duchovny and she's asking why he's going to be on the East Coast. And he is basically telling her that he's, like, living in Connecticut, 
currently, which is why he came into the city to see her. But we don't know why he's in Connecticut. And he doesn't and really like answer her question. It. Yeah. And he's like, you know, she, they get to her apartment and she's like, this is my place. And he tells her it's nice. And she's like, I know, I love it. Because of course, how could she not? It's a 750 apartment. Yeah. On the and, upper east side. He tells her he feels like he wants to kiss her, but he doesn't know what. Uh, and she's like, I know this is all unclear. It's not a first date. Like, we've kissed a lot before. We've already dated. Um, oh, you're getting delivery? <laughs> this is fun. I have access to Brooke's screen and I can see all her text. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lauren and I are trying to figure out what to get for dinner. but <laughs> Talk to me about Hugo's. <laughs> I've never been to Hugo's. Uh, so many new places to learn, foods to eat, delivery to order. It's a whole big world out there. It's a big, bright, beautiful world, as they say in Shrek the Musical. Oh, God. Thank you for bringing that here. Oh, my God. I meant to post it, but um, hang oh on. Oh, my God. Real quick. So, Brooke, will you tell us about what you watched on the plane? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys. I was on the plane from New York to LA and I was like sad and like emotional, right? And I'm like, I, I was on JetBlue and I was like, they what have an is... amazing TV selection, honestly. I was like well, scrolling through and I got to the Food Network and it was like some sort of cake wars. And I was like, Always oh, and you guys, I'm not kidding. It was a, sh- I saw one Shrek cake and I was like, why is he making a Shrek cake? And then it was like the 15th anniversary Shrek episode. And so it was. <gasps> Three rounds of Shrek cakes, and I was just Shrek cakes, including wedding cakes for Shrek and Fiona. Wedding cake for Shrek and Fiona, and then a huge. I can't imagine what could be more of my alley than a Food Network show about Shrek. I was literally just like sitting there laughing my face off. She sent me photos from it on my insistence, and they were incredible. Yeah. Okay, David and company talking to Carrie on the street. He's like, we've already dated. What's one more kiss? Or I think actually Carrie says, what's one more kiss? Because they're talking about how, you know, it's not exactly a first. It's not not a first. Whatever, you know, whatever. whatever. Not not a first. And he looks so smitten with her. She's wearing a very 2004, like, stripey wrap, slinky dress. And she does that thing that Carrie does where she, like, pushes her hair back without pushing her hair back. (laughs) (laughs) And then they kiss. It's a good kiss, too. It's a good kiss. You know what? We'll talk about it when we get there. But we got to talk about Miranda kissing. (laughs) You know, she's bad at kissing. It's so bad. And I want to talk about it because I have a theory. But anyway. He um, makes this joke about how it's a lot better without the gear shift sticking up his ass, which implies that, like, he, the, you know, they used to make out in his car. Um, but also, I'm curious, is there a David Duchovny Jeremy equivalent in the Carrie Diaries? Yes, I don't think that his name is Jeremy. The Carrie Diaries has no continuity. Ah, okay, cool. So Samantha is wearing the craziest low rise of low rise jeans and a like bandage wrap top that would be very in right now. And she and she runs into someone who's like in a bathing suit. Just straight up in a bathing suit. And she's British and we don't really understand who she is, but she's somebody. And is she that baby spice. 
I don't think so. Oh, it is. Oh my God. It's Jerry Horner. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? What is she playing? So baby spice tells her that she's just come from Soho house at the pool. And then they, we cut to for some brunch, bad carry hair, terrible carry hair. It's like that's, it's like that skunk coloring almost, you know, that was like very popular for a while. And Samantha's basically like, this is bullshit. There's a pool four seconds from my house that I can't get into. I've been on the waiting list for so long. God, her life is so hard, you know? I know. And Carrie brings up that she saw her high school sweetheart and that she thinks she might like him again. And she asks (laughs) them if it's crazy. And Charlotte's like love sign me up like ooh, a faded high school romance this fits into my stories (laughs) i love a fantasy fairy tale really does that charlotte our girl and and carrie's a little smitten kitten she honestly is like clearly she had a really good time with jeremy our boy but also i would argue that maybe carrie is just a little despy to be in love that's a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> yes, a hot take. My specialty. Harry. I always love, just like love to see what they're eating. I know it's fascinating. And the way that they like to eat or don't eat throughout the, the eating scene. And Charlotte literally Charlotte. jumps to being like, You're marrying him. It's the best thing that's ever happened. Like, he lives in Denver. <laughs> I mean, is that not a stress? I was so excited to get to this point, Brooke. I can't even tell you. I have a boy that lives in Denver who, whenever he texts me, all my friends yell at me to marry. (laughs) Like literally the last, well, no, not even the last time. The time he texted her on New Year's and literally every single person in the room saw the text. There were three other people in the room. (laughs) We all went, marry him. (laughs) And the thing is, he would marry you. No, he wouldn't. He doesn't know me. I mean, do you actually believe that? That he doesn't know me? Yes. Oh, that he wouldn't marry you? I oh, believe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck. What a life. Happy anniversary. Oh. It's been one year of maybe Ryan, the saga that will not fucking quit. Everyone, yeah, welcome. It's done. No, I mean, we know it's done, but also just like, let us all, yeah. if 2018 brought us anything, it was maybe Ryan. <laughs> a, year, Ryan. a year ago, I matched on Bumble with a boy named Brian. <laughs> and um, Little did he we may know. or may not be a real person. <laughs> and and a year he later, may or may not be a real sociopath. I think he's a full-blown psychopath. I mean, what even better as diagnoses go. Why not go full blown? Full blown. Anyway, back to the back to the real stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the very real Sex in the City show. Oh wait, nope. I'll say it at the end. Just remind me. I have something to say. Okay. So Carrie is being interrogated on this relationship, and Miranda says, "Why did you and Jeremy break up?" And she says she broke up with him because she was young, and she was like, "There must be better guys out there." And now she's like, "Turns out there aren't." there are there have to be that night we get an I wonder pretty early here she goes through her high school yearbook 
And she's like, since high school, most women I know. And David Duchovny in high school is next to his, next to his um, thing, Whitney Houston yep. hit. That's right. Always love you. And she Have basically said, yeah. past our ability to, to find true love. love. <laughs> there we are. Haven't read. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we had it right in high school? No. No, fuck no. Because that also implies that. Oh, I can see how far behind I am on by watching myself on your computer. Wow. It implies that like the people you meet in high school are your end all be all too, which I just staunchly refuse to believe. My God, sorry, you guys. The the the, the hits keep coming; they don't stop coming. I just got a hinge notification that says, <laughs> "Hey." A little bummed we never met up, but with a smiley face, and I don't know who he is, so we'll get to that later. Wait, did you delete maybe Ryan from your phone? Because if not, it's definitely him. No, this guy's name is Daniel. <laughs> oh, maybe Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Every guy that I match with on Hinge is going to be maybe. <laughs> it's the best, because then you'll just scroll down to the M's in your phone, and there they'll all be... No, it maybe the maybe comes from if someone oh. texts you and is like, "Hey, it's Brooke." Then I'll. No, be- I mean I know I understand that. I just mean I wish you saved them all in your phone that way. It'd be it'd be very fun if like just they all became just like maybe, even if you met them. Actually, when I was like, when I the British guy that I could have dated if I just wanted to bad enough, yep. I had him in my phone as maybe his name for a little bit. Well, there you go. So I'm just saying. <laughs> No, but Ryan was saved in my phone for a little bit as Ryan with a question mark. Oh, but also, I... also Apple, if you have an iPhone, it sorts them by last name anyway. So the maybe would get lost. Okay. It would all be, they would be sorted by their first names anyway. Dumb. Okay. So let's go back to Anyway, Samantha. what's she doing? Hey Samantha. Guys, I'm excited for this to be a podcast that's not about sex in the city. It's just about Bridget <laughs> catching up once a week. <laughs> So Samantha tries to con her way in, basically, and the woman behind it's the like counter the at Soho house. house is like, "Yeah, that's not how any <laughs> is of it this Soho works. House. It actually literally is. Yeah, I was literally just like this Soho house like place. No, it's the Soho house. It is. The woman behind the counter is like, "That's not how any of this works." And Samantha asks her if she can use the bathroom. Basically, Samantha goes down the hall, uses the bathroom. And when she comes out and washes her hands, she's about to leave. And the attendant is like, oh, miss, you left your card, meaning her, like, member card, uh-huh. on on the sink. And so she's like, oh, yes, I did. And she walks out with it. And then the next thing we see, Samantha has truly successfully scammed her way into the pool. And she's, like, floating it's around happily. For her, honestly. Anna Bronstein. What a good very- name. Yeah, very, like, celebutante name. There she is. She's wearing, like, a lace-up one-piece like, way ahead of her time. And she's just, like, in a in a pool wrap. Everyone keeps referring to her as Mrs. Bronstein, and she's like, please, call me Annabelle. <gasps> but she's only paying in cash so that Annabelle Bronstein doesn't get any charges on her credit card. So smart. I love so Catherine. we get some crazy outfits on Stanford this okay, season. But also, this place, this restaurant is so good. 
is this um where is that again remind me because i think i've been here chelsea i think we've been there this is like kylie one of kylie's favorite restaurants yeah they have mac and cheese spring rolls that are to die for oh of course of course so stanford is there with his boyfriend marcus the rocket and charlotte is there at a separate table with Anthony. anthony and so and Stanford, Stanford like, describes the prove a point. So he describes the plot of the Broadway musical The Prom. <laughs> Literally. So I laughed so hard at this episode. So basically he and Marcos are going to a like queer prom that's being hosted because he never really got to enjoy his high school one. And Charlotte uh, makes sure that she tells everybody that she was the prom queen. Because, of course, she does. She does it in this, like, self-sacrificing, like, everyone's about to fight, so I have to say something way. But it's she just wants everyone to know. And Anthony is, like, so unimpressed. And he's like, uh, hello, there should be escorts at this prom because did you know Marcos used to be an it's escort? Marcus. It's Marcus. Ugh, with the I like Marcos. Fuck me. Marcus. Mar- it's like Narcos, but not... Um, Marcus used to be a prostitute. Anthony pulls out an old back pages and is like, look, he used to go by Paul. And he shows this old ad to Charlotte. That's Marcus. What are the back pages? So part of the reason that that term has become colloquialized is because it, it became a thing on the internet that was actually shut down recently, but the internet was shut down. No, no, just no. the government. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Um, no back page on the internet it was because it became like a I think I'm pretty sure it became a way for like escorts and people of that ilk to like find clients. But basically back pages like I think like um what is it called fuck. What is it called when you like miss someone and you like put an ad in the paper and you're like if you were in this coffee shop at a this mis- time and a, a blue connection. Yes. So it's that, but like the stuff you would want on the back page. So they used to be printed in newspapers on the back page, kind of like classifieds essentially, but like looking for whatever manner of potentially illicit stuff. And then yeah. it turned into that on the internet. That's all. Cool. So thank you for that little history lesson. Oh, welcome. I'm sure it was wrong. So thanks for <laughs> attending these classes, everyone. <laughs> Don't sue yeah. me. Um, straight, to, straight to suing. This is an interesting friendship pairing because Charlotte has gone Brings. with Miranda to the Knicks game. Yeah. We don't see a lot of this, like, ever. No, because they're very different. They're the extremes. But they're both also, like, dressed up very fancily for a sports game, which is and funny she- to me. And Miranda's, like, staring lovingly as Blair Underwood, like, wraps an ankle. He's doing good work as the team doctor. And then, of course, and he, like, waves at Miranda and he's really happy she's there. They also, let's be clear, have courtside seats. Like, these are nice-ass seats. And that's what Charlotte points out to Miranda. She's like, "Uh, he's clearly into you because these seats are amazing. They're too good to be casual. And Miranda is, like, feeling very confident until it's halftime and a bunch of dancers come out. And there's one in particular who, like, leads the whole squad. And she's very hot. And she clearly, clearly is into Blair Underwood. And fucking Charlotte's like, did I tell you I was a cheerleader? 
in high school. And it's like, Charlotte, we get it. You loved high school. I know. And Miranda's also like, no, I had no idea, which is also funny because just like, what have you all talked about? Last I decade? love a good pony. I know they're really, these dancers are putting their, I would have loved to see the dance call for this audition. They're putting their everything into it. Yeah. And Blair Underwood is not, not into it. And, and the lead dancer, like I said, the blonde one keeps making like significant eye contact with him and Miranda's watching it and is very um, threatened by it. I think would be a fair term. The song's also rolling on the river, which makes me laugh. It is very funny. And Blair looks can't take his eyes off of her. Very into her. Like Miranda's not imagining things. No. It's and very comedic. Yes, it is. I mean, also like credit to these girls because they are just dancing their asses off. <laughs> Like, she's a baby. She's young. What is she doing? She doesn't know. We don't know. Two hours later, the game ended, and Miranda felt like a loser. Charlotte looks cute, honestly. She's from the midriff. Yeah. Look at how she's talking. I hate her. I hate that mixed into. I hate her. (laughs) So, Charlotte (laughs) is like trying to convince Miranda to go over and say hi. And Miranda's like, okay, but look, he's talking to hot blonde, terrible Nick's dancer. And he does look very into this tiny blonde woman. Although she's being so obnoxious and doing this like arms around him, big hug, arm touch thing. Miranda is really good at bowing out of something. She does it often and I love it. And so David Duchovny and Carrie are making out come over and make out, which is very high school. I love making out. Oh, God, Sam, I miss it. And he's like, listen, I, I should leave. The last train leaves in a half an hour. And she's like, you should stay over. Nothing's stopping us from going all the way this time. And it's, it's very cute in high school. And like, he's clearly into it. Um, and he, <laughs> she tells him her his mother won't walk in with laundry and he's so charmed by her and they have cute kisses and he's like okay listen I gotta come clean about something and he tells her that the reason that he's on the east coast is because he is living in Connecticut at a mental institution essentially mm. um which is my first instinct was like oh oh because he's a sex addict right I think so I don't remember exactly I watched part of this distractedly, so we're going to find it out again for the second time. He tells her he's in a mental institution. And Carrie's like, oh, that's the worst thing you can possibly hear. In a voiceover. In a voiceover. Right, 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 right. She doesn't say it to him. But it's still largely credit to David Duchovny. But it's also, it's like kind of grit your teeth through a lot of this. You're just like, why did we go here? He says it's not really a mental institution. It's a therapeutic community. Obviously, he's not committed to a mental institution. He wouldn't be able to leave to go to New York. Right. He wouldn't be, like, in New York spending time with her. Also, like, now they're all at the Soho House. Not only just the four of them, but also Stanford. Which means that Carrie has used this card to get four extra guests in, which is Samantha, yes. Oops, yep, Samantha. That's who we're talking about. Well, uh, technically, Annabelle Bornstein. That's right. And Carrie is talking about how he's in a mental institution and she's like listen you don't know what 
fun things people are ever going to reveal to you when you're dating them. And Stanford walks his way right into a cutesy little trap and is like, listen, you just have to be honest. I and Marcus know everything there is to know about each other. And he like and dives he, into the pool. And yep. Charlotte is like, mm, not everything. I don't think he knows everything. And they, she shows them the ad. They all pass also, it down. Charlotte's giving me Princess Leia realness. I know. Her her suit is also objectively the cutest. Yeah, it's got a little And also very on. much back in back in style, I would say. Um, she shows them the Paul Escort. Come see, come saw. Isn't it so funny? C-U-M, uh, of course. But come see, come saw is the title of the ad. And Samantha grabs it and, of course, loudly says Marcus's name as Stanford pops out of the pool. And he's like, uh, what are you doing? And her friends are all like, you And Stanford's like, please show me the thing you just hid behind your back. And is, of course, very upset when he sees, and he's like, wow, I guess I didn't know as much as I thought I did. It's pretty sad, honestly. Yeah, it's, it is funny, though, because he goes, where did this come from? And Samantha goes, I got it from Carrie. And Carrie goes, I got it from Miranda. And Miranda goes, I got it from Charlotte. <laughs> and Charlotte goes, I got it from Anthony. Which is, of course, also the last thing that Sanford wants to hear, because he has such a complex about Anthony from when Anthony, like, was so uninterested in him when Charlotte tried to set them up. Charlotte was a cheerleader for love, but like the Knicks, her team was having a bad season. (laughs) (laughs) Stanford starts spiraling. I think you know somebody. And then a worker from the club comes over and he's like, um, sorry, which one of you is Annabelle Borstein? And Samantha's like, me. And he's like, no, you aren't because she's in London this week. And she's like, uh, yes, I am. And he's like, well, also she's British. And then Samantha starts speaking in a British accent. And he's like, (laughs) uh, mm, uh, this, uh. It's so funny. She starts calling him dear sir. It's very cute. Also, Miranda needs amazing. She does, but also crazy. She has some major class sunglasses on. She needs some better stylists. No, I like them. Uh, also, I will say, though, that Samantha looks amazing. She's wearing this, like, she deep... Does. She just, like, pulls off a deep V better than anyone. She does. Do she's wearing this, like, neck cover over top. To be treated like this. And he's like, yeah, you don't pay anything because you're not the person with the membership. <sighs> Uh, credit <laughs> Charlotte's like hiding under a bucket hat because they all love bucket hats and they all kind of they all get up and skedaddle away while this guy interrogates her credit to She's Samantha like I guess really I know she's like trying to whip out all the slang and anyway he's like basically your accent is wrong because you're not from, not from, from the, the same place yeah and she's like okay that's true i was raised in india that's how she says it it's so funny and the rest of them are now hiding out by the bar like truly trying to escape today annabelle bronstein had multiple personalities and two accents so samantha collects her stuff and they go and they leave carrie's hat on no 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 stanford's someone's hat is left and and Blair Underwood, I totally don't know his character's name. I He's know. like, where'd you go after the game? Like or something. Because they're in a locker room somewhere together. Oh, no, getting mail, mail, getting mail. And he's like, hey, Miranda, you ran off after the game. And she's like, oh, yeah, you were talking to that girl. 
what girl? Some cheerleader. And he's like, oh. And to her credit, Miranda's like, yeah, to her. And he's like, nope, I'm into someone else. And she looks at him and he's like, you. Which is just, like, look no, at this refreshing sure. adult conversation. Uh, uh, it's so sweet when someone likes you. What's that like? I know. I'm so curious about where this goes, though, given the time constraints. And he's like, it. I don't know how I could make it any clearer. And then he kisses her. And Miranda is like stiff as a fucking board. Barely kisses him back. And here's the thing. Of course, Cynthia Nixon doesn't want to kiss boys. But she's a good actor. <laughs> she is. But I think the chemistry feels really different. And I think this is her Achilles heel. Because we have yet to see. Maybe we've seen, what, one natural looking Miranda makeout session? That is the most uncomfortable looking thing I've ever seen. Maybe she's just a bad kisser. Maybe. Maybe. David Duchovny, sh- Jeremy, shows up at Carrie's door with a bag of marbles. And she's in, like, a very 2000s sweatshirt velour dress. dress. Yeah. And he's like, look, these are my marbles. And I want you to hold on to them in case I lose any more. And he says, listen, I haven't exactly worked out how to tell people yet you know so like he he you know makes a joke about introducing himself like hi i'm crazy and she's very still clearly smitten with him honestly she's not she's not a a, like down and out as much as her dialogue would have suggested with her friends yeah well that's true for a lot of carrie stuff he tells her it's like the place he's staying in connecticut is like canyon ranch for the brain and i was gonna look up canyon ranch because i think it's like a it's a health and wellness resort, yes, and it's been around for a while. That's what I thought. So it's just like he's telling her it's basically like a spa, you know. And he, like, makes a joke about blaming his parents, and Carrie jokes along, and he says, I figured I could be the next five to six years in therapy or I could spend, you know, some intensive time there and just, like, work this all out. And Carrie and says, like, you make very mature." Yeah, and you know what? For someone who says he doesn't have his rap worked out, like, he's done a really good job of explaining himself. And David Duchovny is an excellent actor, so. He's like... You know, I don't eternally be known as the net case he dated in high school. And she says, how about my high school boyfriend who was the best kisser ever? And he thinks he could live with that, because of course he could. And he says, you're not bad yourself, you know? And then he comes in and kisses her. That night, he went all the way. And we weren't the only ones. This sex is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. So there's more rolling on a river is played, but it's Miranda riding the doctor very awkwardly. It does not look comfortable or fun, honestly. No, Stanford looks amazing. Stanford is wearing violet purple pants, a floral violet print shirt, a, and a tie. wide yellow tie and he is smoking wherever he is I don't know they're somewhere and he's basically like why did Marcus not tell me this because if it's not happening anymore then it shouldn't be something not to tell me but you know he's he's spiraling he is and he is like the really the really hard thing for me is the secret part of it which whoo can relate you know mm-hmm. and he says so we broke up and Carrie's like kind of taken aback because Stanford has been like so enamored with Marcus for so long but I also fully get it you're right honestly it's been years almost at this point they have a place in the Hamptons don't they or at least Stanford does 
Uh, yeah, they do. And so now he doesn't have a date to the prom. And he's like, Carrie, please. And she's like, I can't go tomorrow night. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Stanford is like, oh, you slept with your high school boyfriend, didn't you? And he's like, that's where it all starts. You can't sleep with someone. And then she's like, but sleeping, sleeping together in general goes well. And he makes yeah. a joke about, okay, Carrie is visiting. David I got it. So they're, so they're in the green. They're at a picnic, and they're talking about how there's hiking. And Carrie, this isn't very like Lily. She's like, I don't hike. <laughs> Cute. And David and company is like, you know what? I've learned something crazy. Hiking is walking. <laughs> and Carrie laughs. And, and she's like, ooh, maybe this place should be mandatory for every New Yorker. And as she's singing that, a, another patient runs out being like, feces, 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 and has to be and tackled like, by a bunch of orderlies. Oh, my God. He, like, does, like, a, he's, like, a, yeah. He does, it, he, he, like, does a full, like, judo move up onto his feet. It's really kooky. Also, Canyon I'm like, again, Ranch what was the feels, casting call? Canyon Ranch feels, like, more like a yoga retreat, and this is, like, an actual psychiatric facility, which is what David Duchovny explains. But they've yes. got Pilates. Right. They do have Pilates in this place, but it's not a health and wellness spa retreat. And he's she she tells him he's the sanest person there. And he's like, well, thank you. I just wish it wasn't, you know, I wish I hadn't started something while I was still in here. And he says, maybe when I get out in eight to ten months. And Carrie is like, oh, whoa, 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 what? That's a long time. It is a long time. It's almost a year. And he's like, well, my doctor thinks I still have a lot of work to do. And I also kind of like it here. And I like that everybody's craziness is out in the open, which I can fully respect. Carrie's like, also, yeah, her, watch her necklace because it changes positions in every shot of this. It's like she has one of those necklaces that's like a slide through charm. And at some points, it's like all the way down and very back up. It's, it's fun to watch. He tells her that like they're in very different, in places, different places, which is super mature and true and carrie voiceover is that ironically this was the sanest breakup she's ever had ironic because he's not sane <laughs> yeah and then carrie goes to the i wonder prom. if that's lady bunny it might be I'm yes amazing it Holy is shit. lady bunny look at you wow also what a that's- career love lady bunny and carrie and stanford are probably he's literally wearing a he's He's wearing a vision and he's in a vision in aqua blue. I'm going to scream. Yes. This is literally the prom. This is literally the prom. The brother just the prom. <laughs> yep. He's dressed to the nines, ruffle shirt, powder blue tux. All of it's beautiful. I don't really understand why Carrie's the queen, but like, we'll go with it. It's and her date. Isn't that how it works? I don't know. Not always. Because then it would just be like the queen just automatically chooses the king. You know, normally they're voted on separately. Lady Bunny looks amazing. I know it's, but it's also like the evolution of drag is incredible, even in just the last twenty years. Yeah. So they're dancing together, and they have a really sweet time. And Stanford's like, "Thanks for coming," and Carrie's like, "Oh, I'm so happy to be back with the normal people." As some drag queens dance by, very funny. This is offensive. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. They're not normal. And she's like, "After everything I've been through, I might end up with my high school boyfriend in eight to ten months." And as they're dancing, Marcus slides up and he's like, hey, can I cut in? Um, 
Carrie doesn't think that her her romance will end in a high school boyfriend. Let's be clear. She says that's Stanford. But then as they're dancing, Marcus slides up and Carrie is right in the middle as Marcus is like, hey, you didn't even give me a chance to explain, you know, like I miss you. What's happening for Marcus? I know. I love Marcus. And Carrie's like, oop, a doop, a doop, doop, a doop. Because first Stanford spins them away. And so Marcus just starts dancing with them on the other side of Carrie. And she's stuck in the middle with her weird skunk hair. And then she's like, her weird skunk hair. It's she's very like, awkward. I am gonna get some punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how she says it. <laughs> and she leaves. And Marcus and Stanford, like, have a really sweet moment where Marcus kind of comes clean and Stanford kind of, you know, forgives him and gets over himself a little bit. And they dance. He says, just tell me one thing. Did you ever sleep with Anthony? And Marcus is like, fucking never, man. <laughs> and that's that, all that he matters. He says, that little, that little bitchy pine nut, Anthony. <laughs> and Marcus, who looks like he's been sculpted out of clay, says... No, God, no. And Stanford, like, leans his head against his chest, and it's so sweet. Because, really, that's what the insecurity, I think, was about. It wasn't so much... I mean, it was the secret, but also it was that it came from Anthony, who he has such weird insecurities about, and it played right into those. That's very nice. And that's that's the episode. Is there more? Um, Carrie is, like... So, Carrie watches Stanford and him dance. happy for them and she's dancing but then she says to herself um as the music plays and she she's in a cutie like prom dress it's really like it it did in high school but real love is out there like yeah and it's good to remember that anything so we took a trip back to 16 candles land and learned nothing in new york anything is possible nothing Okay, so Bridget, who did you resonate with? Oh, wow. Let me say, Stanford. (laughs) (laughs) A lot, Um, but with good reason. Uh, Not really Samantha, although I have, let me put it this way. I felt like a Samantha a lot of times in my life, not with nearly the shamelessness, but where I have, like, by virtue of being friends with really cool, generous people, gotten to do a lot of cool, exciting things, but never felt like they were my cool, exciting things. You know, I always felt like I was using someone else's member card, if you will. Uh, Yeah. And Miranda. I mean, I feel like this episode is a little bit about insecurity, a little bit about also David Duchovny. David (laughs) Duchovny, Let's talk about dealing with our mental illnesses everyone it's a it's a hard journey and like he does a really good job of making this episode redeemable because like the point of it isn't really about that at all and he kind of like makes it yeah much better than it could be shall we say yeah how about you i resonated with um with carrie a little bit yeah wait i forget why not really I don't know. Miranda. Very Miranda. Interesting path this time. Miranda, I would say, Miranda. just because, yeah. like, oh my like, God, assuming, that assuming that someone doesn't like you just because they're talking to someone else and, like, Ugh. just like all of those insecurities is, like, very palpable and present in me. And that's it. Yeah. Um, palpability, I feel like it wouldn't be so palpable these days. I feel like, no. We, 
the way that people like I feel like it would just be handled super differently like yes. I just feel like the, the mental illness of it say, all yes like, definitely but also like this feels like one of those episodes that I don't even want to get into the specifics of why or how, but just like inherently social media would change a lot of these situations. Yeah, but that, yeah, we, we sort of just like, that's true for every episode. But I mean, in more specific ways in this one, like in a lot of really specific ways, like I think down to the Marcus storyline would have happened like, yeah. differently with social media, you know, and it, it just, mm-hmm. it would affect every part of this. I think um, the Miranda storyline probably holds in yeah. generally um, yeah. in this episode. Charlotte's just along for the ride. We don't even see anything there. The Samantha story uh, probably w- wouldn't hold. It would just be, there's like photos, it says, but if there would be some version of trying to get into yes. the house. Like, definitely, definitely that. Something, definitely yeah. that. And the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, plopability, that's what we're talking about. Um, so that's it. That's the episode. Oh my God. Oh, wait. Uh, wait. On a scale of one to ten, Darren stars. Oh, I'm gonna say like four, five, four, because it was pretty negligible. It yeah. it wasn't a like bad episode, you know, but it was just kind of like in the scale of importance, especially in this season, which has been kind of bringing it a little harder. Totally. Kind of like meh. Um, that's it. What is your delties, upsies, delties, downsies? Oh man. Oh wait, first I want to say, you know how a while back I started collecting um TV shows that Sex and the City was mentioned on? Oh yeah, it happened on Shit's Creek today. Oh, yes. Um love that. This is related but tangential. Also related to my <laughs> new and very deep obsession with uh Veronica Mars. And there is a a quote I wrote down um fuck Oh, so Keith, her dad, comes into her room at one point. I think in, I'm pretty sure it's in season three. And he says, hey, you know, you're missing that show where women have sex in an urban setting. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot I, t- I had taken that note a few weeks ago. But just like the the, the that's just makes me so happy. Um, my delty upsies downs. Um, my. My delta up is. This is like kind of a crazy week at work, as I said earlier, but we got through it and I felt really like genuinely helpful and important. Um, And I don't know, I just this this for the first week and it like, I don't know, uh, a few weeks, I would say I this week felt like pretty even keeled for a lot of reasons. So I'm just grateful for that. Like any week of like normalcy is is good. Um, Mm -hmm. My Delta Down is. That you are not here. And um, also just like the general sometimes really deep and wide and hard growing pains of like relationships and people and reality and life and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, you, my sweet. My Delta up is that it has not been. It has been like a solid 65 to 75 degrees and sunny yes. every single day that uh, I've been here. Um, and it just is stunning. And I love driving. Um, I miss driving. I'm envious of that for sure. And Trader Joe's is empty all the time. Target uh, is empty. It's uh, just like a beautiful. I'm just like, I'm happy to be here. Um, my daughter down is that I miss everybody a lot. I had like a moment on Sunday where I like cried and then I almost threw up and then I passed out. 
Oh, not like I, I didn't I didn't faint I just, I just like yeah I just cried yeah and then slept yeah but yeah. still that's pretty intense yeah and also the like reality and what you just said is true for me too mm-hmm. um but yeah is that is that it I think it might be I, I think this, we did I it works. me too I guess we're gonna find out I guess um, you all are gonna find out. Bridget if I wanted to find you on social media how could I do that you can't. Okay. Um, Bye, everyone. <laughs> I am on Twitter at Mrs. Burmacklin. I am on Instagram at Bridget M37 <laughs> and Snapchat. Find me. <laughs> Brooke, <laughs> I'm on Talk Twitter, Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. I'm on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And I'm on Snapchat at Brooke Monster 9. <laughs> Collectively, we are, we are at. at- Flat podcast. podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, give us five out of five Darren stars. We so much love and we appreciate love you. you guys and are glad to be bringing you this from now both New York, the city of Sex and the City, and Los Angeles, right. the city of angels. I'm going to stop recording now. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.